Hello folks, welcome to Infosys Podcast. This is Alex speaking, your host. Today we have with us Dr. Ravi Kumar, GVV, as our guest. He is Associate Vice President and the Head of Advanced Engineering Group at Infosys. So I'd like to say hello to Dr. Ravi. But before I do so, I'd like to inform the audience of your, your incredible accolade. You bring together more than 24 years of research and industrial experience and Industry 4.0. You have authored more than 45 technical papers and filed two patents. You've worked on various prestigious engineering design and development and KBE projects, and also in the development of solutions, uh, which we'll talk more in depth in a short while. And you have obtained both a PhD and YTEC from IT Delhi and B honors from Bitspalani, India. So after such a track record, I'd like to welcome you to the show, Dr. Ravi. Um, so let's begin, I briefly mentioned as well, the internet of things or um, IOT in short. It's changed the technology landscape over the last few years. But how did it actually emerge and evolve to create the fourth industrial revolution or industry 4.0 as we know it today? Thanks, Alex. Uh, nice talking to you. So let me step back a bit before we talk about industry 4.0. Let us start with the first industrial revolution itself. Around 250 years back, the steam engines replaced the human intensive labor operations on the manufacturing shop floor which we call it as a first industrial revolution. Then electricity came into picture. And most of those machines on the manufacturing shop floor have been electrified. And the assembly lines have been conceptualized. That we call it as second industrial revolution. Then the third industrial revolution is all about the industrial automation and the computer's penetration into the manufacturing shop floor to automate the processes. Now we are into the fourth industrial revolution. That is what we are calling it as Industry 4.0, where it is a world of cyber-physical systems, where the information systems are getting converged with the operational technology systems. That's essentially the machines that are there in the shop floor are getting connected to the top floor that is the highest layer where you get a lot of business inferences and things like that. So this kind of tight integration, when it happens, you can derive a lot of benefits out of it. If you look at the kind of benefits that organizations are having today, is essentially they are able to create new business, new avenues in terms of improving their top line by creating next generation products and services and also able to improve their bottom line by improving the efficiencies across the manufacturing shop floor. So that's an immense benefit to the manufacturing industry or the manufacturing enterprise as a whole. These are almost like subtexts of industrial revolutions. Right. You mentioned electricity and automation. Right. Given the, the period between them, the first industrial revolution to the, electro, uh, the, the, the next, is the pace quickening now? Yeah, if you look at the first industrial revolution, it has happened around 250 years back. Now, the fourth industrial revolution probably in the last four to five years. 
So, you can see that kind of gap that is getting reduced and uh, the innovations are happening at a much faster pace compared to what it was earlier. Like personally, you know, my curiosity lies with everyone else as well, is like how we see the future. I'm sure you have a vision for the future yourself, but clearly today we can see the potential of IoT. We see that it is immense because the possibilities are endless. Well, especially in making the world a smarter place, for one. What kind of impact do you think we can expect to see in our lifetime? If you look at uh, IoT as a whole, most of the impact that is happening today, you are able to see with your naked eyes. One simple example is, let's see the Google Maps itself. If you want to move from one place to the other place, it's very easy now. You can switch on the Google Maps and then go all around. The engine behind those Google Maps is essentially the IoT. Then the other one is, I mean, in our daily lives, we use so many machines, washing machine, air conditions, and also there are many other devices that we use today. All these devices have become smarter and smarter. They were able to send their own data to the cloud, and that data is being analyzed or used by the equipment manufacturer and he is able to assess the condition of that particular device and he is able to send the technician before you even call the technician. And the other one is IoT has an immense benefit to the healthcare and most specifically monitoring the people post the operation that has been done when they are at home, the condition. All this data can be sent by the IoT devices back to the hospitals where doctors can diagnose and then take the necessary action. Is there room for new inventions? Because the way I see technology of today is we're fine-tuning the inventions that we have already. That's where I see IoT. So really the innovation comes with, with the invention of mind and how, how you can translate that into technology today. I think technology really is at the forefront, isn't it? So let me tell you a story that has happened. Around four to five years back, there was a news in the newspaper. There are a set of washing machines that have been sold to the northern part of India, where these machines are failing much more often compared to the machines that have been sold to the southern part of India as well as the eastern part of India. And the washing machine um, supplier does not know why this is happening. And they have set up a high-level committee to understand what has happened really, why these machines are failing. Then all this technical team and the marketing team went and found a peculiar situation where these washing machines are being used by the big families and the small restaurants to make lassi, that is buttermilk, rather than washing the clothes. If the washing machine is IoT enabled, it will continuously send the data about the uses of that particular machine to the cloud. And you will be able to analyze that data, why the loads are coming high, what is happening, and all that you will be able to keep track. There are two things that you can observe. One is, there is a need from people that they need a lassie making machines, much bigger than what it is now. The second thing is, this particular machine, you can use the data to improve the design of that particular machine. 
so that you can make it much more reliable, much more. So, this essentially translates to couple of things in the sense you can create the new products which can be released to the market and new services. I mean all this data that you collect can give you lot of information and insights to create next generation services. Moving on to this remarkable invention of a lussy making washing machine, what other kind of benefits does the internet of things offer to large and small scale businesses? There are multiple efficiencies that you can look at it. The first one is the supply chain part of it. You can improve the supply chain efficiency through IoT. You can track and trace all the raw materials, components, subsystems that are coming to the manufacturing shop floor. That's one on the supply chain. In the manufacturing shop floor, there are four dimensions of efficiency that we have envisaged. One is the operations efficiency to improve the operations, what kind of things that need to be done and things like that. You have a better visibility of the data that is coming to you more real time than ever before. Because of that, you will be able to plug the gaps much faster and much better. The second one is on the maintenance efficiency because all these machines are equipped with the sensors and it is sending a lot of data. When you analyze the data, you can predict when that particular machine is going to fail because you know that information a priori. You can do all kinds of corrective actions so that the downtime of that particular machine is less and improve its availability so that you will not have any kind of productivity loss in the manufacturing shop floor. Third important thing is the information efficiency. You will be able to bring the information from the device to the shop floor much faster and much better. Uh, that's another important thing because information is key for the entire manufacturing operations. Then fourth one is the energy efficiency. You can reduce the energy consumption by way of measuring it, analyzing it, improving it and also reduce all the wastages that are there in the manufacturing shop floor, help in the sustainability initiative of tomorrow's enterprise. At the end, once the products go out of the manufacturing shop floor, you can track them, how they are being used or perceived by the end customer. So these are the six dimensions of efficiency that we have been working with our customers. And all these efficiency dimensions are being taken to the next level through IoT or the Industry 4.0. Well, you've described the benefits of IoT, but obviously when enterprises are adopting IoT for the t first time, what kind of challenges do they face? Or rather, what kind of challenges do you think future enterprises would have to deal with? If you look at uh, a typical manufacturing organization, you will have all kinds of plants. In the sense, the plants which are more than 100 years old, the plants which are just commissioned and installed recently. So when a plant is more than 100 years old, then you will have all kinds of legacy equipment, legacy control systems in the manufacturing shop floor. 
first thing is you need to deal with those legacy environment that we call it as a brownfield. You need to make those legacy machines IoT enabled. Then you have the newer machines which are IoT enabled even when they are installed itself. So you need to handle them separately. So in a complex organization like a manufacturing shop flow where you need to deal with all kinds of nuances about the new equipment and old equipment, you will have all the issues related to the, the data transmission, basically the data interoperability, data security, data standards and other things. So you need to make sure that all that legacy equipment is IoT enabled. Then after that, it's all about capturing that particular data and using that particular data to improve the processes. That is true. So one way is you can't shut down the operations. Without shutting down the operations, you need to do all this. That means you need to provide a parallel path of capturing that additional data that you require and use that data effectively to improve the overall operations. Do you also in tandem say by, because of the archaic systems that they have, do you then construct from scratch a new system while they decommission one, you then develop a, a new system for them? Does, does that also happen? Yeah, so you need to do both the things, but you can't decommission a system which is very costly. So what you need to do is you need to make sure that without decommissioning it, you should figure out ways and means through which you can make that IoT enabled. So one simple example is put some external sensors on top of that machine, put a gateway kind of component. This gateway will collect the data from those sensors offline at another path and then send that data to the cloud directly. So, Without any disruptions, you are able to capture the data that you need. So this is one way of doing it. The other one is, as you rightly said, there are certain machines which you may have to decommission it, not because of the IoT, but because of the inefficiency of that particular machine itself. Probably one need to look at that holistically. How does Emphasis help its customers realize the potential of IoT? Yeah, so Emphasis, we have a very strong focus in fact, we started this IoT journey around five years back. At that time, it was in the initial stages of the journey. Then we felt that we need to build necessary competency around IoT. And we also need to work with some of the leading global organizations to understand the nature of the business. That's where we partnered with University of Aachen in Germany to understand what the industry is doing as a whole on Industry 4.4. And coming back to the projects that we are working for various clients, there are two broad things that we are doing. One is the Industry 4.4, the consulting work, defining the roadmap for the organizations, what they should do, how they should do, and help them implement the strategy of Industry 4.4 journey. The second one is helping organizations develop the IoT platforms. So we help them in developing their own platforms which are 
very much custom focused platforms. So, with both the things in mind, both the industry 4.0 platform development as well as the consulting and the roadmap definition, we are able to help our customers immensely across the industry segments, whether it is the manufacturing, healthcare, pharma, food and beverages. I'll just ask you one brief question as I'm listening to you. So are you consultants or hands-on engineers or both? We do both because we need to do the consultancy to tell customer what he need to do and also implement what we said and realize the benefits that they are supposed to get. So we are consultants, engineers. That's where the big difference that Infosys is making today that is more like an end-to-end service that we are giving to our customers. Is it a growing sector? It is one of the fastest growing service line in engineering. In fact, now it has become a more like a separate service line. This leads me to the final question. While you are so close to the industry 4.0, that's reshaping our lives in, in ways that I think people don't actually imagine. It, it's kind of creeping up on them. And only when they, in hindsight, they see a difference in their lives. Do you ever think about what will cause the next industrial revolution the way IoT did? The way I look at it is uh, the industry 4.0 is not one single technology that has given all the benefits. IoT is one of the important technologies. Apart from IoT, it is the artificial intelligence and machine learning, virtual reality and augmented reality, or robotics and autonomous technologies and also the editor manufacturing. So all these technologies came together to create the fourth industrial revolution. If you look at the next industrial revolution, more specifically, I think, some more advanced technological innovation that are going to come. And of course, a lot of these nanotechnologies, nanosensors that are happening today, that's one broad technology that may reshape then the quantum computing is another paradigm that is uh, changing a lot of things. Probably a lot of these advanced technologies and also the communication technologies, the networking technologies beyond 5G uh, kind of technologies which are going to come together to deliver the next industrial revolution. And it is very, very difficult to imagine what it is going to be tomorrow but definitely it is much more intelligent world where machines will behave like a human beings and human beings and machines work hand in hand together to create the next generation products and services. Well, we've had a very interesting discussion. Thank you, Dr. Robin Thank you. Kumar. Thanks a lot. It's a pleasure discussing And with thank, you. You thank you all for listening. If you'd like more information, please visit emphasis.com. And we look forward to you tuning in the next time. Thank you.